You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's good, Go Flippers? It's your host, Lurk, here, and thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. If this is your first time here, we welcome you to the Van Flip. If you are listening to us on a platform that you can give us a rating, just go ahead and give us a five-star, thumbs-up, or whatever the highest thing you can. It definitely helps us out in the algorithm of the podcast world. Visit LambGoat.com to stay up to date on news, releases, and announcements from around the hardcore and metal world. Follow LambGoat on social media, give us a like on Facebook, and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at LambGoat. We also started a Twitter account to better interact with you all directly for the podcast. Go ahead and follow us at VanFlipPodcast. Tweet us who you think the next guest should be or what you think about the show. If you are interested in watching these podcasts instead of listening, all of our episodes are available on the Lambgoat YouTube channel. So go subscribe and make sure you get notified when new episodes are released. I would like to take this quick second to thank our Patreon supporters, Dylan and Lachlan. Thank you for supporting the Van Flip. You guys are awesome. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter, not only would you help improve and grow the show, but you also get early access to episodes before they are released, an invite to the private Discord chat, Lambgoat swag, and more. We will even give you a shout out on the show for as long as you are a supporter. Visit patreon.com slash vanflip for more info. On this episode of the podcast, we have Dallas, Texas death metal band Creeping Death. We're also going to be giving away a couple copies of their latest album, Wretched Illusions. So make sure you follow the Van Flip Twitter account, as well as check the video description on their episode on our YouTube channel to find out how to win. Oh yeah, what's this? I feel this. Oh yeah, this is the stuff. Oh no, what's that? Oh no, no, no! Lambgoat presents the Van Flip Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Band Flip Podcast. If this is your first time around, thanks for checking us out. If not, welcome back, like I already said when we started off. Um, anyway, you can also just, you know, if you want to, go ahead and give us a fresh uh, like or a sub. Welcome to the channel. Also, welcome to the couch today. I have Reese and Trey of Dallas Death Metal Band, Creeping Death. What up? What's going on? How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Chilling. Chilling. Chillin'. You guys are currently on tour, correct? You, uh, how long have you guys been on tour this so far? Uh, technically almost a week. It'll be a week tomorrow. So, no. Six days? Yeah, six days. Do you guys start in, do you guys start in Texas? Yeah, we started in Austin. It kind of made it, if it was weird because we started in Austin and then went back home to Dallas. So it really didn't feel like tour started until we pretty much got to Florida. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been sick. Been having a lot of fun. It's been cool. a lot of fun. Um, so like how long have you guys been like a complete band, like as Creeping Death? Uh, was it 2019? Four years. Uh, we started in 2015. Um, yeah, it was just kind of, we were, we were all, you know, in hardcore bands and stuff before we just kind of wanted to try something new. We all were metal heads. We liked metal. We, none of us had ever played in a, like a metal band at all. So we were just like, oh, let's give it a shot. And it was like, it was the first time I had played uh guitar in a band. 
I've always played drums. So, you know, it was just born out of just trying something new. Just wanted to jam with the homies. That's pretty did much you it. play guitar before or did you? Uh, not really. I, I picked up guitar in like 2013. My parents got me a, a guitar for Christmas when I was like 17. And I did the typical thing. I didn't touch it for like <laughs> years until I got some free time in college and stuff. And then I got bored and I kind of picked it back up when I was like 19. I basically just taught myself how to read like ultimate guitar tabs and i just tried to learn (laughs) songs that i liked and then eventually i got to the point where like oh let's try to you know you know do something with it and that's kind of how it how it started i was just like oh i I, you know i feel like i've gotten good enough to write some music right yeah it's kind of a thing it's weird on here a couple of the guitar players that have been on here uh, like when i asked them like how they learned how to play guitar or anything like that they they were like i just i didn't know how to play before i just kind of like learned Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like Tim was like, I don't even know. You can't even tell me like, you can't even like yell out a chord, and I wouldn't know what chord. Oh, absolutely, I'm the same way. Okay, like, if yeah, you told weird. me, if you told me, hey, play a C minor chord, I'd look at you like you had a third eye because I don't, I don't know. That's crazy. I'm a drummer. Like that's yeah. I, I can, re- I know rudiments for days. Like I could tell you what a paradiddle and a paraparadiddle and double stroke rolls and all this, all this crazy shit, but like. I don't know anything about guitar, like, <laughs> like straight up. My my guitar guru is like Eric. Uh, he he basically kind of helps me through a lot of this stuff. Cool. I've been I feel like in the last couple of years, um, I've picked up like a lot. Now I'm like finally to the point where I'm like, oh okay, I'm like comfortable playing guitar live now. Because yeah. when I first started, uh, our first show was in June of 2015. Yeah, it was like June the third. Yeah, like by that time I'd only been playing for like two years, so it was still really like awkward for me. But now I have like a lot more knowledge, and it's like getting easier every right. day. So weird. That's so crazy. So like you were just like going out there and you knew like what basic hand structures. You just moved your hand across. Yeah, the I mean like I like I just don't like even when even when um, Tim and other people have been saying that, I'm like I just don't understand how you would just go like yeah that sounds good. And then you just move to something next? Yeah, that's like, like that? you, once I started, like, kind of... Because um, I'm learning guitar, like, I've been learning guitar, like, this past year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm learning the chords and stuff like that. So, like, that's why, to me, it's like, how yeah. would you just fucking For me, it was like... a lot? Yeah, it was like, I learned, uh, like, you know, a bunch of songs when I first started. And then I started to notice what, like, combinations of frets, like, kind of made... You know, right, certain okay. things. That's so pretty much it. Other songs, you yeah, kind of yeah. That's like, like, oh, I know this combination kind of sounds like this and blah, 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 which is basically like, you know, learning chords in a roundabout way, but just. Yeah, like all the bar chords or power yeah. chords and shit like that. Yeah, but. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool way to learn, I was assuming. Um, much different than the way I'm, I'm doing like the old traditional. The, yeah, the, the. YouTube the, University. The long route. <laughs> yeah. The long route, yeah. Um, so what have been some of your highlights? Like, cause you guys have been touring the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're touring currently in support of your latest album you had out in September. Yes. Wretched Illusions. Yes. And, uh, so how is this, like, what are some of the highlights from this current, you know, the last couple of tours supporting that album? Uh, honestly, just the fact that most of the shows have been like crazy packed, like, Pretty much most of the shows we played have been pretty much lit. Yeah, so far this whole tour hasn't had a like bad show, and it's not going to get any worse. So like we're really stoked <laughs> to be on it. Yeah, yeah. And people are show like we're playing first at like seven eight or seven p.m. every day. Oh wow! And people are there. Cool. That doesn't happen at hardcore shows, right? You you go to a hardcore show, you play at seven, you play to the promoter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, 
people are here like buying merch at like six forty five, six fifty, and then like we play and it's like not empty. If it's like a good feeling, so, yeah. that's cool. That's great. Um, has it been like a gradual thing for you guys, or like because you've been at it for a couple of years now? Is like, is this the first time you guys you've kind of like been on the road and seen like a an influx like that? This is definitely the first tour that we haven't had like a bad show. <laughs> like we've been playing like. I don't know. We have, we all our tours have been sick, but like, I mean, there's always those cities that sometimes, just don't have a yeah, huge sometimes scene. There's not a... So like, yeah, I mean, we've like played sandwich delis to a lot of people before. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, but that's hard. That was like last year. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's hardcore though. True. A lot of people have done that. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, home. like, I mean, like, that's like, I feel like that uh, going the route we did just like prepared us and like helped us out even more for the kind of the rigors of touring because like we're like, oh, it can't get worse than blank you know what i'm saying <laughs> like we kind of you know it, uh we just kind of like learn as we go and it's grind it out we just stacking on top of each other and just we're getting better and better at it do you got were you guys because you were in hardcore bands prior mm -hmm. so like how much experience did you have at like you know not just playing shows but like were you touring with the uh, other bands yeah like i that, recording and stuff like that i had I used to be in a band called Kept in Line, and I'd done, like, one or two tours with them. Um, let's see, what else? That's pretty much it for my touring experience. I've been in, like, four bands, but Creeping Death was my first one. So, like, the first Creeping Death show was the first time I ever, like, performed. Okay. Uh, holy shit, that was stressful. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that's, I mean, I did a few bands after we started when we were, like, taking it easy. But, uh, yeah, that was, Creeping Death was my first band, so. Feels That's good. cool. Yeah. So, um, how was the transition from going to like hardcore band? For, for, I guess for you, because this is, that was your first band. Creeping, your current band is your first band. But like, what was the transition like going from like hardcore band to like just going like fuck it, let's do metal? And I've like only been playing guitar for like two seconds. Uh, it was like I mean, per we started. We didn't even really like, oh, let's like be a metal band. Like we were just like, oh, let's just play metal and we'll, we'll just hop on our friends' shows, like the same hardcore mm -hmm. shows that we've been going to forever. So it didn't really feel like he was transitioning into. It was just somebody. Yeah, it was just. Show, yeah. yeah, it was just kind of like I wanted to write metal and play it for my hardcore friends. <laughs> play, basically, just we felt like we were just playing heavier stuff to the same crowd. Yeah, so that's really, really that's really, a huge change to yeah. us. Really. But the biggest change was definitely like. A, di a different instrument because it's like a completely different like vibe like i started playing drums when i was like 12 mm -hmm. and i'm 26 now and uh so i had a lot more experience with that just knowledge and everything uh so it was really like kind of nerve-wracking at first because i'm like man this is like a lot like this is the actual you know i know the drums are very important but like if you miss like a note it's like everyone could kind of notice it's like if you miss a hit or something like <laughs> A lot of people, like, yeah, other drummers will probably notice, right, but, like, right. most most people, it's, like, you could play it off with a cool fill later on, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but so, when it's, like, when the guitar is off and the, you, the sound is definitely Yeah, off, yeah, yeah. Really and it was, like, so that was that was really tough. It was It's more mental for me than anything. Uh, the drums is definitely physical, like, straight, straight physical. I just mm -hmm. like beating the shit out of it. So, um, so that was a big change for me, just kind of, like, getting... Uh, my mind right to be able to like kind of not <laughs> fuck up as much right yeah well to gain that confidence i guess you had like you basically threw yourself to the wolves for the most part to like gain yeah. that kind of confidence to even play in public even though you're like not comfortable it. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure i mean like you know that's kind of how 
I've always been. I'm just like, oh, I'd just rather just try it. You know, yeah. I try anything once. Well, that's... life is like that anyway. You, you got to force yourself to do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get changed to whatever flourish. <laughs> uh, so where does the name uh, where does the name come from? Metallica. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. Obviously, that's it. Yeah. That's literally it. That's it. Again, like I had an idea. I had an idea. I was like, they yeah. have to be big Metallica fans. Yeah, like people always seem disappointed when we get that answer. Well, I wouldn't know why. I mean, like when you see it, it remind when I initially saw it, it reminded me of Metallica. Right, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, typical hardcore thing. It's just like, oh, you know, you like a a band or a song title from a band or something like that. So you take that as like you know your band name you, there's so many bands <laughs> that have done that directly but, translates to i can't think of a band name right yeah <laughs> just fuck it yeah that was the only reason the we... funniest the funniest thing is really is like the name came from someone who's like not even like involved with the band because it was like a name we used for a project that didn't come to fruition before yeah so when we were trying to think of a name for this we couldn't and we were just like oh let's use the name for the last one and then Fuck the kid, it. the kid who uh, thought of that name. I mean, we were all huge Metallica fans, but he was like a huge Metallica fan. Yeah. But I was like, "Yeah, I'm about it. I fucking love Metallica." So, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, you're right. People really don't like that we give yeah. that straightforward <laughs> of an answer. I wouldn't understand why. I mean, like, it just makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm not what sure what they're looking for. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think they want some like deep explanation of like, yeah, this like touched my soul, and I'm like, no. Nope. Couldn't think of a name. I survived this fucking car crash. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So yeah. Um, so speaking of Metallica, like, did you guys all meet at the Metallica fan group meetup or some shit, or, or you just like, all happened to be friends and like Metallica? No, we just, we just we knew each other from like the hardcore. Yeah, we we'd all been going to hardcore shows yeah. for years. So we've known each other okay. for like yeah. two years before we started the band. That's cool. And you guys just were like, I like Metallica. Yeah, I like Metallica. Sure. Yeah, it was more like yeah, pretty much. Like everyone's like yeah. I like Metallica. We spent like an hour in the group chat trying to think of a name and, and so it was like, how about it. this? And we were like, fuck it, sir. Why not? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it just works. Yeah. Well, it's because we had a whole like demo written and we a had show a, a show we had, like, book. Three days and we, we couldn't, name. yeah, we, we needed the, a name so they could put it on the flyer to announce the right. show. And so, that's like, how it usually happens too. A lot, a lot of like bands that, you know, make it like super huge even like <laughs> we just needed a name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sticks and then you know, it the only downside was that we were buried like super We're still buried, buried in the internet. Like we we used to play at a venue called nineteen nineteen all the time. And if you wanted a live video of Creeping Death nineteen nineteen and you typed in one nine one after our band name, yeah. It's still Metallica playing Creeping Death in nineteen ninety something. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Like we were so buried, but I mean it's yeah, that's kind that's of getting marketing a strategy. It wasn't. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even, that's, yeah, we weren't even thinking about that. We literally weren't not, we were just thinking of like, we need a name for the show. Yeah. Like, we weren't even I think the first time far. I realized it might have been a mistake was, uh, um, it was like one of our like first shows and <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing. I searched our name on Twitter to see like, I don't know, if anybody's like sharing like flyers or whatever. Right, right. And to this day, like four years later, there's this random bot Twitter account that just posts the same thing every other day. And it's just, here's my Minecraft parody of Creeping Death by Metallica. And I see it every time. It's so ridiculous, dude. It's funny as well. Yeah, I guess it would be hard for people to find you. Like I said, dude, we didn't think about this at all. Like, So is that... So, yeah, I mean, like, things are kind of... 
you, like it usually happens where like this was like not an idea that you were going to be like hey let's continue on and we'll be like the best fucking band of all time as cre- you know, creeping death so when did things start like picking up for you guys and you're like oh literally not until e1 hit us up like <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it yeah like we were we, just touring for fun we were just yeah, yeah it was okay. a, we never like we started the band just to play music with our homie it's like yeah it was never we something never that we, never... we were gonna go anywhere with it so just for fun and i mean it still is just for fun like yeah we used like to just we used to just tour and, and do stuff uh during like winter breaks and winter stuff break and summer. Right, right, yeah right, that right, was right. literally it and it was like i'd be off school and someone had you know time off from work and like so we can all make it when, work when you want to email us we like sent like three confirmation emails like making sure they had the right fucking band <laughs> yeah because we were like Metallica, again because the name we were like okay well are like how common like, is this are you sure yeah like six times yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're our, talking this, about this is our this photo one. just fyi this yeah is our photo these are our songs okay <laughs> just making sure so like do you guys worry that that may be an issue going forward it's too late man it's, i mean it's I, too late. I get that i'm not worried like not yeah i think as of last year if you type in creeping death band on google we come up now so, yeah, you, I think yeah, you do. Yeah, so be it. Like so. we're we're already there. It's fine. It, it's like, too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have to make all your like socials that. Yeah. Pretty much. Creepy death band. TX. TX. Ah, yes, Texas. Yeah. So how is the metal scene out there in Texas? It's, it's on fire, be, dude. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Just like the temperature. Pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Some cool new band State. like Frozen Soul is killing it. They're, those are our homies. Frozen uh, Soul. Uh, you guys are you guys are from Dallas or outside of Dallas? From Dallas. I'm yeah. from Dallas, okay. Dallas. A lot of us are from like suburbs around it. Yeah. DFW is just huge. It's seventy five hundred cities in a forty five mile radius. Yeah, yeah, me and Eric live on the Fort Worth side and uh Lincoln and Reese live on the Dallas East side. East Dallas and so, then yeah. Cool. yeah. So like what yeah, what's the scene like locally there to Dallas and Fort Worth? Badass. It's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. I like it a lot. Like Frozen like, Souls killing it. Uh, yeah, I only complain is the lack of in use, but that's yeah, about it. That's that sucks, but you know. Well, you guys get a lot of major and minor tour go, going. Yeah, the problem is there's no in betweens. Like, like you either have to book a 400 cap room, or it's like a like an art space or something like mm-hmm. that, like DIY. So that there's nothing really weird. in the middle. That seems weird though for that area that you. There like used to be a lot for yeah. us, and it's all those places got shut down or like. Um, either they shut down or they like stop booking our shows or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, um, that's curious. You say that they get shut down and stuff like that because we have that similar problem here. Like only till only up until recently, we started like getting new venues and with the influx of like <clears throat> uh, hardcore and metal coming back in general, um, there have been like an increase in bands being booked like that here locally as well. But we also lack mid-sized venues too. Mm-hmm. That's weird that you say that. You all it's a plague, that. man. But you guys are a major city, so it makes it weird that you know you guys lack that particular demographic. Yeah, I know. In particular, in Dallas, like the area where a lot of the venues are, they're really trying to just rezone it for strictly like retail and housing. Like they just want apartments and shops, and they want it all to be nice, like right. yeah, yeah, super bougie. Like, well, hardcore metal dudes hanging on the sidewalk don't really attract the dollar bills. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why <laughs> they want them out. So kind of sucks, but yeah, that actually uh, is a bummer, and that does create a negative space for you know for creativity as well. So yeah, but I mean, it's not harming DFW that like people. I mean, we so manage, but like yeah, it's frustrating sometimes. Do you guys do a lot of house show type things or like uh, warehouse we've, gig type we've played stuff? Many on there? House shows. Um, 
When was the last house show we played? Lions Den. Yeah, that was like a, that two, was years two, ago? two or three years ago, probably. Oh. We played a few. My friends used to throw uh, house shows all the time, but I think they had to stop. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, when we all like mostly all of us were like, living in Denton and like in college, we were partying and going and playing a house right. show. Right. Mm-hmm. Outside of Metallica, what are some of your like musical influences? Not just to like, like for Creeping Death, or just like no, personally? no, just personal. Um, and then yes, for Creeping Death. Um, well, personally, um, Chuck Schuldner from Death, like I fucking love Death. It's one of my favorite bands. Um, let's see, definitely um, the Cavalera Brothers, because obviously I'm a drummer too. Yeah. So it's like both of them. It's just like. I don't know the style and the way they play. It's I love like very very like uh, syncopated music, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can still you can feel that like you know that fast thrashness, but it's also very like kind of you, you feel that Brazilian kind of like tribalness of right, it right, too. Right, right, right. So I, I I fuck with that very heavily. Um, who else? Not honestly for for guitar, not many. Like because I started late, but for drums, like uh, it's, it's funny. Um, the what was Avenged Sevenfold's first drummer? Mm, I the it, the oh, guy was dead, name? right? Yeah, yeah, uh, he passed away. I was bummed, but yeah, he I he. I, I'm thinking I of the stage to, name, but I'm blanking when, hard. When I was like learning how to play drums, like I loved. I was like 12, so I I loved that band, and <laughs> they uh, that was what made me want to do get like a double kick pedal. So right, like right. I immediately got one, and I got pretty decent at it. So that formed a lot of my drumming like style. Um, Rush is my mom's favorite band of all time. So obviously, like Neil Peart and all that, um, definitely made me want to play drums. Period. Like really? the Tom Solo drum solo, I was like, I oh. want to be able to do that. So like, <laughs> I guess your your mom's just out here listening to Rush when you're a kid, and you're just like, yeah, that's the shit. Yeah, well, it was kind of funny because like I really didn't take. I listened to only like rap and R and B until I was about eleven or twelve, and then it finally like clicked because my mom would play it around me all the time, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay any attention, but, (laughs) but like, you know, she was just like, I can't believe like blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, I'm going to put this on, sit here and listen to this. And then she did the, she like air drummed the drum solo because she's a drummer too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is really actually really sick. So immediately she was like, Oh, you want to learn how to play drums? I'll buy you a drum set. And she got me a drum set like that same year. So, and then she taught me how to play. So then after that, like I was just going through, you know, YouTube rabbit holes, um, (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of how, like, it's just, like, the first kind of people I started listening to when I was getting into the instrument were kind of, like, the the inspirations for me, I guess. Right. Early of Into Sevenfold. It's crazy. Although that first album was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just want to be Suffocation. Right. <laughs> um, I guess for Creeping Death, I mean, we take a lot of, I feel like our riffs kind of reflect a lot on, like, Blood Red Throne. Um, yeah, literally, I, I give the same answer for the influences for Creeping Death. It's always been Blood Red Throne. Grave, Gorguts, Sepultura, Bolt Thrower, and Suffocation. Hmm. It's just like trying to mix all of those without it being like disjointed and sound like four different bands instead of like one like band. You Interesting. Know? Yeah, in terms of like uh, death metal bands that influence me or like my vocals, I guess. Like I said, I want to sound like Suffocation. That'd be badass. Uh, Bolt Thrower for sure. Um, shit, who else? Um, Let's say probably, uh, honestly, I used to hate Blood Red Thrones vocals, but they grew on me really hard. I like them a lot now. Um, but I listen to a lot of, like, uh, 
Like Cocteau Twins is like one of my favorite bands. Okay. Um, so is Lush. Uh, I like some like old, like Latin American, like old like goth pop kind of stuff. Like uh, <laughs> Alaska y Los Pegamuelos is like one of my favorite bands, and it's like it's literally like goth kids like playing pop. Kinda, it's sick. It's really cool. Uh, Strange. That would be something I have no idea about, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I, my first like favorite band ever was probably like Dinosaur Junior, which is like a weird one. Um, I don't know. My taste is all over the place. Like yeah, all, t- yeah. all of our tastes are really all over yeah, the place. Like right? all, all, all four of us have very, very like we all like similar things, but like we are all like scattered. Like we all have. Who stuff. takes the ox cord in the van on the drive? We we switch. We, we all switch. When I take it though, their fucking AirPods go straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Is it for the goth pop? Anything. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I'll turn off Cannibal Corpse and, like, then put on, like, a Lush album. Like, just, like, really change the mood. The mood like, really completely. early. Is this whale? Is this whale singing? <laughs> I remember one day, I, I was, like, sleeping in the van, and Eric was driving at some t- somewhere early, early in the morning. And he was listening to Bjork. And I didn't, I've never listened to Bjork before mm, then. Cool. And it was just... <laughs> The weirdest thing. I thought I was like dreaming. I was just like, "What the fuck is this sound yeah. coming out of?" I was like, "Okay, I still got to be asleep right now." Yeah, and then I think York is way out there stuff. But yeah. I used to listen to her way back in the day. I think Eric hit like some the speed median side thing. <laughs> it was like, eh, and I was like, "Oh nope, I'm awake. I'm yeah. here." In the I van. drove the van overnight one time, and everybody was sleeping, and I put on like a two-hour, forty-five-minute Dungeon Synth album, <laughs> and like just. Creep the fuck out of all my like bandmates. <laughs> wow. Do you listen to the whole thing? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Wow. It's, it was hilarious. Well, it's easy to put that shit on and just like. Chill. I I just Cruise. remember I just remember you were like Trey, give me a Vivance so I could do this drive, and I was like, yeah, sure. And you were just like, I'm gonna listen to this dungeon shit, like the listen whole to this fucking thing. And then, I'm like, all right, do, do and what I you never, want. Never in a million years would I ever think that Trey would even kind of understand like because he just hates that type of shit, which is fine. But then that mor- that morning he was like. I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just laying there trying to go to sleep at night, and then recent just listening to this like crazy synth and, <laughs> and I was like, and I stuff. was like, okay, this is like kind of lulling me to sleep. I kind of I kind of feel it. Yeah, how much of it did you listen to though? Um, probably about nine minutes before I just passed out. Background noise, man. Like I'll put I mean, on, yeah, I can see like, the play background. Some or yeah, <laughs> just for long drives and shit. Yeah. So speaking of long drives, what are some of your like lowest points of touring? Uh, Canada, when we were in Vancouver, we got a place to stay with a homie. Um, he went out to party while we went out to eat. And then I'm texting him and texting him like, yo, like, wh- what the fuck's your address? Like, where, where are we going? No response. We slept in a Walmart. It was cold as fuck. Nobody was showered. It's we Vancouver in January. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. fucked. And then the next day he texts me back and goes, dog, I left my phone in the taxi. I'm sorry. Whoops. I was like, that was miserable. That sucked. Uh, and then the other one would probably be, where were we, like West Texas when we popped that tire? Oh, yeah, that was pretty miserable. We popped the tire in, like, I think it was Iran, oh, Texas. Yeah, with mm. two A's. Yeah, and uh, there was, like, three shops that were all far as fuck, and none of them were open, and they, they were, like, closed, closed. So we got, like, two huge fucking toes. It was, like, it was like a 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. ordeal. Hmm. And it, yeah, it sucked, dude. And it, it was already a really long drive, so like, we, yeah. we went to one town because it said this place was there and open, and we get there and it's like some dude's like, it's a guy's backyard with tires in it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, used, no. used I'm not, I'm not joking, it was just 
No, not even. I, I like. I think that it might have been a business. I don't know what they did. It was literally a house. It looked like his house. Like, yeah, like some up. junkyard shit. It was crazy. That's insane. So we had to get it towed to another, what, 90 miles? To, Something like that. It, yeah. To a town called Ozona. I'll never forget that forever. How much is a 90 fucking mile tow? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Know. We, I don't know. Triple A. Triple A, yeah. We have Triple A now. Wow, Several yeah, yeah. of us do. It's, 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 it's a definitely godsend. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, touring can be rough out there, man. That's for sure. For the, now like, we have two spares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the most part, though, I feel like we all kind of have a very morbid sense of humor. So when it really sucks, we're like making jokes. Yeah. Like it's it's never really well, like the, that there's, bad. There's also an argument that <clears throat> like things like things that are really fun that really happen really easy, they're not something that you hold on to. Like mm-hmm. say like going on a roller coaster or something like that for split seconds, it's like wild and crazy and fun. <clears throat> but enduring like traumatic shit or like really bad things, yeah. you look back at it more in life and you get more joy out of that. Cause you can laugh about things like shitty situations with your friends where you guys laugh about it for years and years and years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we don't, we don't hold on to shit, but, <laughs> but when it happens, it sucks. <clears throat> so what else? What else has been going on? Oh, do you guys eat anything weird on tour? Do you guys have like any weird like diets, like any like vegan? I'm vegetarian. Vegetarian. Uh, but other than that, I just eat a lot of French fries because these. I just eat bad. On tour, that's it. Eat bad. The worst. The what was that thing you got in Birmingham? Oh God. Okay, I was really stunned one time, and uh, we were at uh, some gas station, and there was a. There was like a beef. It was like a. It was like a meat stick, but it was mm. it was pickled, and I I, I don't like pickled meat sticks i just was like i have to know what this is and i took one bite and literally i've never had anything where it was like it as soon as you chewed on it it turned into sand mm. and it only tasted talk like, about the smell oh dude i put I, th- I i removed the stick from the packaging threw it out of the van and put the packaging in our trash bag and it, the whole van stunk wow. it was heinous it was a pickled smell meat. i can't describe either it it's was like so it smelled like like someone had like pickled like fucking fermented their armpit armpit hair <laughs> yeah dude it was for bad. four days <clears throat> so how long did that smell linger in the car at least for? two days nice yeah nice they were really pissed <laughs> i asked that because do you guys eat cereal <clears throat> i love cereal. i used to i used to eat it a lot not so much know. anymore i don't really buy cereal but like yeah that's the thing I like when really... i buy cereal i'm like that's i'm buying that for a midnight snack or oh, yeah, yeah yeah i always eat in the morning but i'm saying <clears throat> recently I did something strange with cereal. I I looked up like how many people because you know like on Friday where he's, he pours a big bowl of cereal and doesn't have milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did the same thing and I was like, all right, well, we better put some water on that shit. Oh, you, you didn't do that. Did so you? I looked that up and I was like, YouTube. I you know I, I, we talk about that. I I go on YouTube. Do people put water water in their cereal? And sociopaths dude. right 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 but then i saw people like trying it on youtube and i was like okay and i had a honey bunches of oats already poured so it's not like a chocolatey cereal wait, wait, wait. you had the time to google and research all uh-huh. of this but not to go get some milk yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah because it was also like midnight <laughs> no, hey. it was also midnight and shit so i wasn't okay, like that's fair. i wasn't about to go to the store or nothing like that but anyway so i tried it and i will say like i've had like five bowls of cereal now with, with bread I don't know what to tell you, dude. I, I mean, <laughs> do you, dog? But I'm gonna a, stick with my 
soy milk or my oat milk. I had a friend See, who hated I, was, I started making the argument with myself. I was like, well, people put non-milk products in there. So I was like, what's the fucking difference? And I so mean, like, I did it. And it's not, dude, it's not fucking bad. It's the weirdest thing. It's I, not as sweet as like with milk. I used to know this guy who hated milk but loved cereal. And what he, and I'll never forget, every time he ate it, he had a plastic spoon and a boat. Mm. Like he put french fries in or whatever. And he would just put regular Cheerios in the boat and eat it dry and chase it with water. Oh, that's kind of the same thing. Kind of the same thing. But yeah. see, but regular Cheerios would be disgusting. Regular Cheerio, Cheerios suck. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So like, but like, if you had the honey nut Cheerios and some water, it probably would be almost the same as with milk. It's just not as sweet, I don't think. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one. I'm not doing it. I'm just trying it out. You're eating pickled meat sticks over here. <laughs> I don't eat pickled meat sticks. I, I tried a pickled meat stick. <laughs> same thing. I tried, I tried my cereal and then water. you tried it four more times. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> It's better than a pickled meat stick. I'll, I'll probably say that. I will. You know what? I will give you that. I would rather yeah, eat well, water that, yeah. and cereal than pickled meat stick. Yeah, well, don't knock it till you try it. You know? There was there was one time Reese got. Uh, I, I guess the turkey leg was really good, but it actually, a turkey leg from a gas station in Sinclair, Wyoming. Here we go. It and was badass. It, it smelled. Good. It smelled like a dead rotting carcass in the van. Well, it was. I mean, it look. I, I, I inspected them thoroughly before I ordered. I looked at it. It looked chill. It was chill. I enjoyed it. I would Yo, assume a turkey leg out in Wyoming gas station is probably pretty legit. It's basically a state fair. Yeah. Yo, it smelled I mean, like... They probably have a smoker out back in that bitch. You know it smelled saying? like roadkill. Like that ass. It smelled like roadkill. It could have been roadkill. It could have been roadkill. So be it. But turkey, there's something about turkey legs. Like when you go to amusement parks and you see all these people walking around with turkey legs or like medieval times or some it shit. It makes you feel powerful. Yeah, it makes oh, you feel like dude. Viking-like it, or some shit. You know? Dude, it grosses me. I just don't like thinking about people like eating. And when I see just people just like tearing off just like hunks of like fucking turkey leg, like I just you know, crucify. I can't. A turkey I can't. Vegetarian, so you, but you I've only been. I've it. only been vegetarian for. I haven't even been vegetarian for a year. It's like eleven months now. Some some shit. So like, I recognize. Like I used to like that shit. I used to like me eating meat. And I used to like that shit. It's not like gross to me. It's just like the specific of like how big it is compared mm-hmm. to like. Oh the, yeah, yeah. That's what, it oh, dude. Look nice, oh man. dude, it just it looks like Game of Thrones me. type shit. Like, it get, you know, like weird oh, Viking dude. type. No one looks good eating a giant turkey leg like that unless they have a horn full of wine <laughs> what a horn full of wine right right in the beard and yeah. sucking like skull yeah no one looks good doing it gold <laughs> so what made you go vegetarian um dude honestly at first meat gives you cancer huh because meat gives you cancer uh okay so in, so like so like the initially like i was just at the point where i was like physically Feeling like shit. Yeah. And my dad was always like, yeah, in the Pemberton family, like, you know, you're going to turn 25 and your whole metabolism is going to change and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dad. And then I was like feeling it. I was like, I, I too much information, but I was having like stomach problems and bowel problems. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should just like stop doing this for a minute. Stop eating all this meat and bullshit. And like, maybe I can, you know, feel better for a minute and then hop back in. But then I never stopped. It was yeah. just like, I'll keep going. And then on the other side, like, you know, <clears throat> but you're obviously. Not like, you're not like full, like, vegan or anything. No, just no. Like, yeah. <clears throat> on the other side, it's like, I do, you know, want to try to help. I know, I guess, vegetarian, most people think it's like kind of a cop-out, I guess, or most vegans do. But, I, you know, I'm trying. Help with, like, oh, you mean like with the, uh, 
animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. it's like, <clears throat> you know, dairy industry is still pretty fucked up. Well, all the industries are fucked up. Oh, yeah. But, you Unless know. You're, are you growing the shit at your house? No. Then you're not helping out. <laughs> I don't hey, know. No, I'm doing, that's, I'm, that's not my view. But, you know, LOLs. Hey, I'm doing my best. That's but, cool. but, yeah, uh, I mean, like, straight up, I was just like, oh, okay, well, it just kind of became a thing. It wasn't really, like, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, personally, myself, I've thought about doing more plant-based shit in general mm-hmm. just because it is a healthy all of thing. us try to make an effort to just, like, eat less meat, like, most of the time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, isolate me. I just, if I cook a dinner seven days a week, it's, like, two weeks, or two days a week, I eat meat. Yeah, no, see, I'm, like, full on. I, like, probably... It's increased since we got a grill. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, as it should. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of the times, a lot of my meals are focused, not focused on meat, but have a meat protein in it, at least. So, I was thinking, like, if, in by chance, meat does cause cancer, I should probably, like, back it up. A <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> I mean, they say everything causes cancer. Yeah, really, Honestly, it's like, close. whatever, we're all going to die. Well, yeah, dude. Live your life. Uh, stress causes cancer in general, and there's not... I mean, how much stress is there in the world now? Yeah, cell phones. More than apparently, I don't know yeah. what else causes. Do you cancer. think? Do you think Wi-Fi gets you cancer? I hope. Dude, what if it did? That would I suck. mean, I've always thought that. I've always <laughs> thought like, dude, you know, like you're in Wi-Fi or cell cellular reception. Those all wireless, the time. those wireless charging ports at Starbucks yeah. give you yeah. cancer. Uh, Starbucks <laughs> gives you does? cancer. Who knows what that does long term? I don't know. We'll see. The air gives you cancer. I mean, we probably won't. 5G is supposed to like mutate your genes, bro. I'm just trying to get superpowers. That's what the G stands for five genes. Yeah, five genes. <laughs> well, you might get superpowers with this. Dude, Transcend. I'm in dimensions, like Alex Jones was saying. <laughs> this is all part of his little plan. But uh, so anyway, what are uh, what are some of the goals for Creeping Dead going forward? Because you guys are relatively like a new type band coming up, so uh, just take it as far as we can for as long as we can. Like yeah, any long just, push uh, to the limit. Uh, yeah, I mean, just like continue to just get better, you know, get better at the touring thing, get better at our instruments, just see just, every release sound better than the last. Type yeah, of trip. you know, we're just we're just trying to improve, just day to day. Just we don't really think like that. I, Big picture, I guess. You know, just take it every one day at a time. Just you try to get better every day. Ten year plan. <laughs> I mean, our plan is just to be easy to work with and be as professional as possible, or as professional as we allow ourselves to be. Not lose money every tour. Uh, yes. yeah, that's yeah. better, uh, easier said than done. Of course, yeah. <laughs> that's why it should be your goal. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Basically wraps it up for everything here. Uh, unless you guys have anything else that you want to like shout out or holler at. Uh, uh, Power Trip, Frozen Soul, In Times. Uh, listen to those bands. Who else? Uh, Judiciary. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Scourge, Narrowhead. Um, we're naming all Texas bands. Um, That's all you need. Home Wrecker. Um, shout out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fuming Mouth. Shout out Fuming Mouth straight oh, up. Yeah. Love Those that. are the boys. Those are the boys right there. Breaking Wheel. Shout out Breaking Wheel. Shout out Texas. Never Ending Game. Dallas, Fort Worth. Too. Shout out All Texas the too. suburban areas and everything like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to cut it and get back to that other thing that we were doing before. Sweet. It sounds good. Hit that. What I time, did. What time do you guys play today? Like I have no fucking idea. Yeah, we're, well, it's okay. not a. We're, it's not the tour package. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah.
Does it stop? Where is it at? What's up, everyone? This is Jay Reason, and I want to let you all know that Diablo Zen Podcast is now part of the Sound Talent Media family. Listen in as me and the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Lord Ezak, interview artists from the hardcore punk, metal, hip-hop scenes, and beyond. We have conversations with guests like actor Peter Green, DJ Muggs from Cypress Hill, L.A. street photographer Estevan Oriel, Jimmy G. from New York City's legendary Murphy's Law, and pro wrestler Vampiro, to name a few. If you're a fan of good discussions and lots of laughs, tune in and join the fun.